and we're back. YouTube has not kicked us off. Agents of the Silver Screen, pre uh, presented by Streetwise Theology, coming back to you. We're back. With me, the uh, have Dove again, and Mr. Joseph Bainey. What's up? Back. And I am back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. I mean, if you're doing Arnold Schwarzenegger, that wasn't. I'll be that was that was Michael Scott. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was gonna go. I'll be back. Yeah, see, we'll Joe, all get to the this, <laughs> I've always said about this about uh. you, Joey. I've always said this about you. Now, your Arnold Schwarzenegger needs work, okay. but, your, but your Jorgen von Strangle is perfect. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's. I mean, that's the whole point of imitations is to be caricatures. Yes. Right? To make fun right. of whoever but you know you're what, your, your Arnold was actually pretty funny. I actually, his was Arnold is really great. It, I, I want to say your your Arnold is great. It needs a little work, but oh, your Jorgen von Strangle is perfect. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it is kind of funny. When you see well, Arnold get upset, though, that's when he sounds yes, like me. Yes, When Arnold yes, gets upset, when, he yes. sounds like me. When he starts when he starts shouting. That's funny. Or maybe, or maybe he's just watched so many characters of himself, he's just decided to do that imitation as well. well uh, who, who was I was talking about the other day? Do you know he has somebody who who trains him to keep his accent? Did you know that? No, no that, makes, yes. that makes sense, though. Yeah, he, he trains him to keep the accent that he has. Like, you know, he's trying not to lose it. It's, you think he'd been in America for, what, 50, yeah. four, uh, 40 years yeah. maybe? Uh, 30 years? I don't know how long. Don't but know. he still has the accent. You figure you get it by now, but, but he that, still I mean, talks the same way. that's got to be so hard for actors, though. Like, I mean, I feel like I've seen Benedict Cumberbatch do that, where he's, like, had to do an American accent. And, like, but I, I was even watching, it's, like, I was, like, watching Iron Fist on Netflix. Oh, and, boy. And, uh, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, we will. But, we will. But, uh, <laughs> that, actor, that actor is British. That actor is British. And, oh, and yeah, so, and but there was, like, a point where I was watching it, and he says something, and I was like, oh, there's the accent. Yes, there it is. I love doing that. I love trying to figure out their accent. We're going to go on to our our first segment called uh, well last time we just kind of uh, relegated it to uh, or limited it to just one approach to movies that we like to do called suicide watch but we've broadened that category now to three categories and uh, the name of our first segment segment is called uh, three little picks you know kind of like three little pigs you see what we do ah. um, and so what we're gonna do uh, was we added two more categories to choose from uh, the first one remains the same uh, like we what we did last uh, last month, and that is Suicide Watch. But we also added one called Netflix Gem, which is uh, our will we will recommend to our listeners movies that we have seen that are not very popular. They don't actually have to necessarily be on Netflix. That's not necessarily a requirement. Um, but a lot of them we have seen on Netflix uh, because we were bored and we were sitting down with a bag of chips and we said, "Well, I wonder what this one is." Yeah. And uh, we're gonna we we will as as a matter of policy we will not recommend anything with sexual content to our listeners, so that's Netflix gem. Uh, we're gonna and we will recommend to you movies that we saw that you probably don't know about but are really good movies. Now and, and that's for like the, a, that's like a helpful thing to our listeners too. Yes, I feel it is. like there have been so many times where I've watched so much on Netflix that I get on and I'm like, what do I want to watch and yes. I can't find anything because yes. you never know like what you're gonna get. Yes, like, so. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, we, we filter as a service to our listeners. We filter the crap movies and that's give you right. the good yep. ones. And sometimes they get it wrong with how many stars they put on. Sometimes yeah, that's they very get it true. Right. So it's good. <laughs> that's it's, true. It's, it's, that's it's, very it's true. It's good to have you know people watch it and screen you know, these. A it's bit. it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do that's it. Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Where the knuckleheads are going to really do it. Job that's right. Do. It's a very we're just doing it naturally. It's not even that much. And the third category is is called getting philosophical. Now that is something that. As Christians, we uh, part of this uh, the purpose of this podcast is, is to redeem the movie culture and to view it uh, view the f films that we see through the lens of Scripture. 
Um, so what we're going to do with Getting Philosophical, if I'm going to bring a Getting Philosophical uh, movie to you, I'm just going to uh, give you a Christian principle or a lack of a Christian principle mm-hmm. uh, in a movie that I've seen or that I thought maybe this movie demonstrated uh, a Christian principle really well. This one did not. Uh, like I watched Fences uh, this month, and boy, what a what a train wreck of a movie that was. I mean, it was well done. Uh, it was a very well done movie, but it was it was there was a lot of you mean from a philosophical yeah, standpoint? Yeah, from a philosophical Actually, that was one yes. of the ones I was considering doing for getting philosophical. Oh, really? I almost kind of wish we had – I should have, like, coordinated that with you. Because uh, I would – maybe if you want to talk about it, we could. We, we, we might have to I have talk a lot of thoughts it. on that too, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I saw some of it. Oh, you saw some – that's right. You, you I saw Denzel <laughs> being Denzel. Yes. I was like, okay, another Denzel movie. <laughs> yes. Yes, so that which he does really well. Anyway, so that's yeah. the third category we're going to do. So we're going to start off this time. Dove, uh, you, three little picks. What is your pick? Okay, I did – I had a suicide watch. And, uh, you know, Joey, we were actually talking about this, you know, off the air uh, a minute ago. And so suicide, but you know what? It wasn't something that I thought, um, it wasn't something that I knew was going to be bad. But I had, I had a feeling it really might be. Uh And just, and I don't know what gives me that feeling. Sometimes you have a feeling from the, from the previews Mm -hmm. and then you're like, yeah, this could be good. This could be bad. I don't know. Yeah. But. We're talking about Iron Fist. Oh, now, boy. this is not a movie. It's obviously Oh, th- is this your yes, pick? This is my pick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, I think Joey really likes it. And this is not my thing. I, th- uh, well, I think you... Okay, maybe not. Well, okay. Maybe. I am going to ask... I mean, get, I guess... Be, no. I mean, I guess you could be careful of spoilers here. I'm only halfway okay. through the series. Have I, you watched the whole thing? I, let me tell you, I didn't even make it that far. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> All right, well, so, then we uh, could... Okay, we'll talk about it then. So, let's... Yeah, let's... Go ahead. And go so, for it. Okay. And so... Um, I, I don't know too much about the character. I know a little bit about him, you know, just from reading through Marvel and all that stuff. Maybe yeah. Joey knows, maybe you know a little bit more than I do. Uh, he's, him. I'm actually not super but, familiar with him either, but, okay. Um, I thought he was going to be an Asian dude. I didn't think he was going to be a, you know, a cracker. Well, from, that, well, you know, I, I, I <laughs> well honestly, that was, that was honestly was like surprised. one of the big controversies. He's oh. in the, the character him like the character comic book character is white. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. But but the um, but the, a lot of people felt that they needed to change that for the show, and that I they needed to make it like that I it was culture, it that it was like cultural reason, appropriate appropriation right. without. Uh, um, but by yeah. like yeah, and it, I guess it kind of is. Um, but he is white in the comics, and so okay. All right, they're staying true to the comics. Yeah, you know, they did do that. That's probably the only point I'll give. Whether them, that was a good idea or not, yeah, I don't know. And, but. And, uh, <laughs> and you know what? Like, I got through, I think it was about, uh, it was three or four episodes. I don't even remember. Oh, that might have been but your issue, but okay, go ahead. That's uh, No, it wasn't. No, but, <laughs> from what he's been like, saying, no, that okay, does not okay. sound like the okay. issue. So I, and, and, and I guess the, the biggest thing is just, it, it really is more of the same, um, except a little bit more to grander scale. And, 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 you know, when I first started watching, I was like, okay, you know, I wanted to see how the action was and like how the story played out and everything. I, and like I said, I didn't know if it was going to be bad or not. I, I didn't get that. I, I was so frustrated mm-hmm. with the writing and yes. the screenplay. Yes. And, and, you know, and I don't really don't, it's been, there's been a theme here of me with watching certain movies where I don't really blame the actors for uh-huh. I, it's impossible to blame them. They, they yes. play their parts as well as they can. The acting was okay. And I gave it a lot of reservations well, because it is a TV show type yes. thing. It's not really a movie. Well, I've, I've argued that that was like Suicide Squad's big fail too. Was what, that like, I actually that? felt like the acting wasn't awful. I didn't think Jared Leto right. did a good job, but I thought the acting was okay, but the writing was awful. Oh yeah. Like right. they gave well, Harley it, Quinn like just absolutely awful lines to oh, yes. say. Right. So obviously and, right. it was going to be like, bad. Who, and, and I honestly was watching this. I'm going, who is writing this screenplay? Yes. What right. is, what are they thinking with right. this stuff? Yeah. And so I read, there were a lot of problems I had with it. Yeah, but I let me. Oh my goodness. Okay, but anyway, the first time <laughs> I was I I, I know I do notice little things that mm-hmm. end up being big things. Yes. 
And, you know, obviously the first problem was the annoying writing. Um, and, and, and part of it is because you've seen a lot of movies now and TV shows where people don't really act like normal people. Yes. Okay. And, and the yes. first problem was when he, he comes back, he's been gone for, what, 15 years, yep. I think it was, something yep. like that. He's been years. gone. He was supposedly have died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he comes back and he comes into this he was a, an heir apparent to his father's company yeah. and, and the, which owned this big building. And so he's, he's the heir apparent. He's like yeah. Bruce Wayne, right? Coming back. He comes back in, just kind of comes in. He has no shoes on, right? He just looks like a complete buffoon. He comes mm-hmm. in. He, he looks like a homeless person. Right. He looks like a homeless him. guy. And okay, they're starting to, okay, cool. Well, I got no problem with that. Right. So then he has this thing with the guards where he d- does it, beats up the guards. Mm-hmm. Okay. After they try to force him out. Yeah. Right? Right. He's like, well, this is my building. Yeah. Right. But they don't know that. Right. So anyway, so he beats up the guards, <laughs> right? So he goes upstairs and I have a note. I'll get back to that. This thing goes upstairs <laughs> and he talks to the guy who was his buddy growing up, who is now running the company. Yeah. Right. And this is where it really starts to get really annoying and the writing gets so bad. And so he get, he, he gets in there and he's talking to this guy and all his, the only evidence he gives him for this, hey guys, it's me, your childhood friend when I was a, a, a 10, mm-hmm. yep, 11. Ten, no, 10 is when, he, well, ten is is when right. he crashes. Yeah, 10, 10 years old. He comes in and he goes, hey guys, I'm Danny. Right. See? That's it. And the guy's going, who the F are you basically? Right, get right, out of right. my office. But you, but it's me. Right. And I'm going, tell him a reason why it's you. <laughs> yeah. Please act yes. like a normal person, yeah, you know? Right. And, and, uh, and so, so he doesn't, right. and this is where I had a problem. I'm, I'm sitting here and in the movie, I can recognize this stuff, right? The, 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 the writing in the movie is trying to make me hate the guy that's questioning him. Right. Yeah. I'm but, supposed to like the main character right. and not like the guy question him. Right. And I'm sitting there going, I relate with this guy that wants to punch him in the face and get yes. out of here, you yeah. bum. Yeah. That, that, that's what I relate that's with. And I, I'm like, I, I realize I they're, they're, trying, they're trying to switch that on me. And it's just not how I'm like, who is writing? This is terrible writing. Yeah, right. Okay. But it's, you said later they do. He does finally, finally offer evidence. But but like, why didn't you do that before? And I'm dying for it. I'm like, I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And, and, and they're like, and he's like, I'm Danny. Like, it's me, guys. Hey, look. It's me. That's all he's saying to them. Yes, it's, me. Right. it's me. It's me. Yeah, right. Right? And they're like, get out. And he's like, you're making a big mistake. And I'm right. like, no, they're not. Yeah. They're doing the absolute right thing. Get well, out of here. Well, so, all right. So I guess I'll chime in here. Just sure. from, for, I guess from an understanding of the character point, I think I agree with you in terms of the writing probably could have been better in terms of introducing this character to the audience. Yeah. But the thing about the character is is that he 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 crashes and then in the Himalayas and then he meets these monks who right. take him in and the, and he he exists on Kunlun which is not supposed to be um Kunlun I think it is it, it's not supposed to be like on this plane of earth and so he can only re he can only enter earth or Kunlun every 15 years so the idea is that he trains like from a martial arts standpoint for 15 years, which is why he he's like so great at that. But he doesn't get any emotional development. So he, he comes back to earth almost like a 20, what, 25 year old, 10 year old, if that makes sense. He has mm. like the emotional. He's like emotionally, he's almost like a 10 year old still. But um, from like a physical fighting level, he's like really advanced. Yeah, but did they explain that in the Well, that's, in what, the I, TV that's show? what I was saying. That's what I was saying is that they did kind they explain of, that? they gradually, they don't ever come out and say it. And they sort of gradually explain it as it goes, but I don't know that the pacing is done well. Like, it feels like something that they should have done early on. And it feels like they kind of just gradually are building to that. Um, and, and, and no, to your ahead. point, that's great. And, and to your point, I'm, I'm a guy who doesn't know the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to do a better job of educating the uneducated. Yeah. 
Yes. Awful. Because I like that. I actually that's that explains a lot. But it still doesn't excuse Please it because later dude, no, he I, does he and does and give I, the evidence. That's what I was trying to say too. He does was, give the I don't think later. that I don't too think late. that I, right. Yeah. Too well, late. You lost me. Yeah. It's like reading the first chapter of a book. I might get better. Nope. It's I, I'm over. It's yeah, done. Right, yeah. Right. You know. And so it's too stupid. I, I, I was like, this is can't be. And then he finally asks him later. He probably the guy finally tells him, prove it. I'm like, thank you. We're getting somewhere. Right. Three episodes later in the car. Right. Right. So anyway. The, another annoying thing that drove me so nuts, Joe, and you might you might you might agree with this or not. It just, remember the scene where he was in the plane yeah. and his mom mm-hmm. gets sucked out. Yeah, they showed that. Like I would, ex- you know, it, and it traumatizes him. Yeah. You know, it messes with his head, and they established that. And I understand showing that scene two to three times. Mm-hmm. They must have shown it ten to twelve times well, over okay. and over. And I'm sitting there going, "Why are you showing the, me the scene again? It seems so terrible that." I was thinking, are they really, honestly, in my head, I went, are they trying to fill time? Yeah, right. No, that's actually, that's a fair point. I kind of was thinking that, too, that it is, like, I thought that where, where they were going to go was with doing, like, a t- storytelling by flashback type of thing. Yeah. Where he sees only fragments in his head, and then he uh, finally puts the pieces together. But right. then they, like, show us the whole airplane crash, in, <laughs> like, by the end of the first episode. Again. And, and then again. they just do it again. And again. <laughs> in the second and episode. And again. And, and I you guess, see his dad go... I love you, Danny. How many times? Yeah, like it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Got it, guys. Thank you. And you know, and see, this is why go. this is why I gave up on uh, what's it called, uh, Daredevil. Uh, it's oh, why I, I gave up Daredevil. on. Da- I gave up on. I'll Daredevil. be completely honest. I I I honestly love the Marvel TV shows. In oh, many ways, in many ways, Daredevil. I think the mo- uh, the Marvel TV show on the Netflix TV shows, I should say, I didn't really like um, Agents of Shield. I didn't follow it after the first season. Um, but wow, the, it must have been really bad then. No, it, I, I kind of. Well, it was it was like cable TV bad. I guess it was kind of like one of those things where <laughs> like it just. It, it, well, you you want to talk about campy? It felt campy oh, and yes, like under and underacted and underwrite. I didn't even think. But the yeah. the, the Marvel like I don't know. I guess I've wanted. I like when comic books go dark places. But but that's the thing, Dove. He liked he liked uh, what was it? Arrow. You you stopped watching Arrow um, too, right? Actually, I, I, I stopped. Actually, I stopped I watching Arrow oh, as did. well. Did the, I okay. thought that the first two seasons were okay, okay. for Arrow. Um, it was. I understood that it was like. Um, on CW, so like they didn't oh, always have the, they that's didn't true. always have the production they didn't always that. have the production value, know, but, but the the writing was Smallville was better than Arrow, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. So in terms of Arrow, um, like I it wasn't always it wasn't everything I wanted, but it was a superhero television show, yeah. So I kind of like got into it based on that, and the first two seasons actually had decent writing, and then the third season just goes off the rails, okay. And I heard that they brought it back, they brought it back and made it better for season five, but mm-hmm. seasons three and four were so painful that it's, I stopped watching. It's too late. Uh, and this is, this is the problem I have actually with some of these things. Like I always view it too through the lens of, is this are they able to fix this? Yes. You know, it, right. is, and the How things much that annoy me the most. This? Right. Yeah. The things that annoy me the most it's are the things that things. I feel are so easily yes. fixable. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what annoys me. It's right. like guys, you know, okay, you don't have the biggest budget in the world. Okay. Just have it a, a, a little different scripts to me. Don't seem. I don't know. Right. Maybe just changing a couple of things. Right. Yeah. You know. You know how. You know. You know how Mary Jane. You know how Mary Jane, our sister Mary Jane, talks about that. She she asked a question. Why, where were the nerds on the set? Yeah. Where were the nerds? Where are the yeah. nerds? Where are the nerds? Yeah. There should be nerds on the set every around. single time, sitting around in chairs, three of them. And every time they see an inconsistency, yeah. be like, "No, sir. Actually, Arrow or whoever insert you know uh, character here doesn't do that because X, Y, and Z." So I mean, they should have like as uh, this little company of nerds on every single Marvel set. 
making sure that the stuff is consistent with the comic books. Well, I think the issue I think the issue with much of superhero filmmaking, um, maybe in the early two thousands, was that they didn't have enough of a budget, and now it's their money making machines, yeah. and so ultimately there aren't nerds on the set because it's the big companies that are making the decisions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, CW. I mean, you you can tell that Arrow is on CW because Arrow turns into like just like a dramatic. It's like a it's like watching it becomes um, drama. Yeah, it's like it watching. Drama. Yeah, just be, it just becomes yeah. like it's pure drama. Yeah. And it's just about like the love relationships and not yes. about being but, a superhero or anything like that. They and seem to all tend that way. Well, well, they well the well, ones on CW do because that's what CW does with every show that they do. Right. And so you could obviously tell that like CW was was like a guiding hand behind right. where they went story yes. wise. So yes. I don't even know how much like right. how much uh, um, I guess um, ability the writers had to make the story yeah. into something that was actually like accurate to the comic books. Right. Um, now for for Marvel's TV shows on Netflix, I think there is a lot of input from Marvel. Um, I'm not sure. I agree with you. I think the pacing in this one is weird. I've only gotten through episode five, so right. we'll see where it goes I didn't from there. Make it, yeah. I it's think I made it's it getting better. It's getting I made, you know, he was in the insane asylum. That's all you made it to? Uh, yep, that's it. And he couldn't uh, get out, and he couldn't use his fighting skills all of a sudden. Mm. Oh, because it's guys in white suits. Now I can't <laughs> fight them for some reason. Okay, whatever. But anyway, so and, the, and let's talk about the girl who's super annoying again. And it's not, you know, and I don't blame the actress. Um, Which one? It's the same. Uh, the, the girl. The, well, the, well, there were two. So is oh, it? Oh, there's two. I didn't even get that far. Well, okay. So the one girl. That, the, <laughs> well, no, the, you, you did get that <laughs> far. They're both. They're both in the first episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, his, sister? his sister. No, not her. Okay. The, you the thought Colleen girl. Wing was weird. The the yeah the the, the, the yeah the cr- not not that she's weird. She's actually very normal considering Hollywood. Yeah. Yes. Which is what I hate. So yeah. anyway, so yes. uh, and it's just like, oh my goodness, here we go with another one of these yes. chicks. Yes, got something to prove. Huge chip on her shoulder. Big right. attitude problem. Right. right, and I hate her. Right, and right. I just can't stand it. And I don't blame the actress. Like I said, it's just another one. Yes. it's like, guys, can you please, yes. like, the, you know, and the guy comes in and asks her, you know, because um, he was in there talking to her. Mm-hmm. You know, Iron Fist was. I don't even remember it. Danny, whatever. Right. And he's in there talking. They have a conversation. He leaves. And so the guy that's the head CEO comes in and asks her simple question did he hurt you right yeah what would a normal person a normal girl answer no, i'm fine no i'm good i'm, I'm fine, fine. Yeah. no what does she have to say because we got something to prove here right right that would be a mistake god <laughs> oh yeah, yeah okay. i hate you <laughs> okay all <laughs> right fair. oh you yeah, know what fair. you know what? and so she has her training regimens with these with her students yeah she's a city. she's a karate teacher right totally yeah. and here's the thing and this is why it annoys me because i feel like she can still be that way Mm-hmm. You can still have all the. You can still have her do the fight scenes. You can still have her. Yes. You, you can do all that. Just maintain still. your femininity. Just have her, just have yeah. her still be a sweetheart in yes. some ways, but you can't. She yes. can't be a sweetheart. She got to be more of a man than the men She's are. Just, she yeah. can't be a sweetheart. She has to be aggressive all the time. And so, you know, they have this thing where she beats up her students, mm-hmm. right? And and then they're you know she beats them all up and this is and then she gets up and your problem is this and your problem is that and you stink at this and I don't even want to begin with you you know and all this stuff and I'm like is this how any human being teaches anything right yeah I mean it's like this is so not normal and it's just there and it's annoying and she walks away and then she kind of turns back to her and they're all going yes sensei yes sensei are they all men. No, no, no. There's, oh, there's no, one no. girl no, in there. Oh, that's wow. true, and I'm yeah. like, oh, at least he put her in there. Yeah. But anyway, so she's like, yes, sensei, yes, sensei. And then she turns around and goes, so get better. Oh, boy. And walks away. I'm going, uh, but, well, yes. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think you can still have scenes like that. Right. You can still do it. Yeah. But just, just have a normal person yeah. do it. That's yes. it. That's all. And I feel yeah. like you can do that yeah. without any type of budgeting. But no, she has to be the same type of female we've had. Just, just, just angry. And, and just, I was like, oh, so unattractive. Final thoughts on Iron Fist. The, when I knew it was going downhill, 
I, that's why I think I think it's all fixable and pretty easily fixable in my opinion. Right. If if anyway. you on your couch with your bag of potato chips can figure out that that's fix, fixable, then I don't yeah. know why. Well, I see they, why they have they can't me even it. doubting myself sometimes because I watch this stuff on my. Am I being too picky? And I know I'm not. Right. Am I noticing little little tibby well, thing? Maybe, you know, maybe you're being and that's too, what maybe we you're do. Too picky. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. B. You're more picky than I am. That's probably but true. Anyway, okay. But done this with is, that. This I is do, not do. exactly. Moving this on. is not exactly like Lord of the Rings. Oh, I saw a car pass in the background. Oh my word, the movie's terrible. Yeah. No. no this is this is basic continuum stuff that yeah. you wonder. Okay, would I have done that? Mm-hmm. Would anyone have okay, done I, that? Yeah, kind of stuff like yeah. that. Like heroes. Kind of started with heroes. Oh boy. Oh please don't. Let's let's move on. Oh, Nathan on that TV show. Cool. Okay, so right. we're gonna move on to you, we're Joey. Move on to me. Okay, uh, no. Let's do. Let's. All right. Let's do the heavy. Let's do Manchester by the Sea. Okay. So, all right. What so, category is this one? Is uh, this, this is gonna go into getting philosophical. Okay. okay. Um. All right. So, uh, uh, Athena and I watched um, Manchester by the Sea. Yes. Athena hated it. Um, okay. I've seen that from a lot of people. By the way, listen, me and Luke have not seen this. Yeah. Well, yes, that's what right. I was asking. Is it okay, okay if I spoil it absolutely. for you? Yeah, that's it is. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I've had people, several people. I do want to see it. Okay. I actually. Uh, Okay. Casey Affleck is a great actor. I know, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. so I, I am too, and I think he does a really good job in it. Um, it this actually, I think, comes down to more so the writing um, that okay. I kind of want to get into. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I should say at this point, for anyone listening, if you do want to see Manchester by the Sea without it being spoiled, you should you know maybe fast forward. Um, at this point, that's uh, I'm just gonna, I just want to, I just want to make a spoiler Skip. announcement. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to yes. frustrate or upset anybody. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So Manchester by the Sea. So interesting movie. Um, Ben, or, yeah, it's not Ben Affleck. It's Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck, um, it, it, he plays this character who like, sort of from the get-go seems rather kind of haunted. Um, and and it develops throughout the, the, the movie that he that he is haunted because he's had this like terrible tragedy. So the, the movie works off of flashbacks. And so there are things happening in the moment, and then there, there's things that are flashing back. And so pretty early on, we find out that there was a point where Casey Affleck was married and had kids. And now he's working at, as like a janitor in an apartment building and the kids and the wife are nowhere to be found. And so, um, you know, I'm kind of wondering if like there's a divorce, maybe she gets the kids, that kind of a thing, if that's where it's going. And then about halfway through the movie, you find out that he um, there's a night where he is up late with a bunch of his buddies. They're drinking. They're also doing drugs. They stay up till two in the morning until his wife finally comes down and tells him that he needs like they need to leave, that the kids are trying to sleep. And then, you know, they leave and he decides to walk to a local store to buy more beer. Um, and he comes back and his house is on fire. Okay. Um, and his wife survives, but his children die. Okay. Um, is the way they do it. And while this is happening, uh, while this is all a flashback in the, in the present, his brother has died and he's now like having to manage his estate and take care of his son who he's left and his son doesn't have any connections to his mother either and so yes. his son's kind of left on his own um and it's kind of i don't know this they develop um ben affleck's like backstory really slowly casey like, affleck we, or casey affleck yeah. i'm sorry thank sorry. you they develop casey affleck this is getting into the writing like yeah yeah this is okay. yeah this is getting in the writing so i guess but i mean specifically where i wanted to go with this in terms of getting philosophical is just um the movie the the ending is kind of what i think upsets a lot of people okay because it doesn't really end okay they they bury they have the funeral like halfway through the movie for the brother yes. and then but they can't bury him because it's like winter um and so they bury him in the spring and that's where they go to and 
Um, they've been talking this whole time about how Casey Affleck is going to move there and like t- you know take over like guardianship of the son. Um, and Casey Affleck doesn't want to, and he effectively find out that he doesn't want to because like everyone in the in the the place where he um, everyone in the hometown like treats him like dirt because of essentially what happened because it was his fault that right. the house burns down. Mm-hmm. He sort of drunkenly like puts a log on the fire that I guess rolls out and starts the whole house on fire while right. he's off getting more beer. Right. Um. And so, uh, I, what I thought was kind of interesting though is that so it ends. And it's just like he he essentially like the boy essentially asks him, like, are you going to stay? Are you coming here? And he tells him the alternative plan that he set up for the boy's care. And they're just kind of like walking back and they start like passing a ball to each other, um, like just bouncing a ball. And they're kind of talking. And he tells the boy that the reason he can't come and live here is he says, I can't beat it, which I guess he's probably talking about his past and the fact that like, you know, his children died and stuff like that. He can't he can't get past that point in his life. Um, And but then the the movie just ends. Okay, that's just how it ends. That's it. That's it. And so there's no like there's no real resolution or anything like that. He sets off. He sets up a pretty lame version of like how he's going to take care of the kid and stuff like that. Okay. And he, is it, he essentially just says like I, I can't beat it. Um, and so I don't know. I guess I guess it's kind of a. I think in terms of the writing, it's a more modern take on storytelling. Yes. And so I guess where I wanted to go with this then, in terms of getting philosophical, is um, I was kind of wondering if that sort of writing, if you think that that represents a kind of more atheist viewpoint in terms of that just like there's no there's no sort of resolution there's Mm -hmm. no sort of hope he just kind of like he just kind of like i can't beat it and that's that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i don't know there's there's in some way um and there's in some way in which i kind of like think like i was even thinking about it in this point like how like it is a really awful thing that happens right like like what he does and based off of his own sort of faults um and character flaws like his whole family dies or all of his children dies three of them right? right and so um and so I guess I was also thinking too, um, like I was thinking about how Christ would redeem a person like that too. Like, do we think? Do you think that so a character like that, like a person, if that had actually happened to them, like, do you think that that is redeemable? Like, do you think I, that? I think what you're seeing is the natural uh, progression of somebody who's writing a movie that has no hope for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. if, if they don't offer hope in the movie, yeah. I, I think the person writing it doesn't have an answer either. Yeah, I, I, I think that's uh, a, all of these modern movies. When you when you brought that one up, it reminded me of a movie I saw recently with Jake Gyllenhaal called Demolition. OK, I, I don't know if you saw that one. I haven't. No. Dove, you yeah, and I, I saw did. that one. Yeah, that was that was another one that was filled with with arbitrary um, arbitrary reasons for living. Yeah. You know, there is nothing beyond, you know, they don't talk about God or anything like that. Yeah. They just, it, and, and, and I also want to say that the, the, the cinematography reflects that the cinematography mm-hmm. is dry. Everything is bland. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's hardly any of bright sunshiny day, yeah. you know, like the gray, remember that, yeah. oh, that terrible movie. <laughs> there, there was never a sunshine bright yeah. day, yeah. you know, right. and, and that represents, I think the writer's view on life, how yeah. they view everything mm-hmm. they wanted. The, and, and they say, well, that's a good thing because I'm, I'm being truthful. And I'm like, yeah, you are, you are yeah. being truthful. This is your life. There's no hope. There's when you get philosophical about things, you can't look at anything positive beyond uh, beyond death mm-hmm. it's, this is all we got and and this guy who's coming along and saying you know i i can't i can't beat this thing that is a life without christ mm-hmm. that is a life without victory yeah yeah that's yeah. kind of how i was thinking about it too go ahead Dev. sorry uh, no it's okay i mean that that's yeah and and about like with, with your question too about getting past things like that and obviously it's it is i i do have a heart for people that go through the hard really difficult things that i have that i have not gone yeah right you know and i really do do my best to really 
try to understand yeah you know what they go through and one of our and one of our close you know one of our relatives uh who lost a son you know who in, in zach our cousin yeah you know what how they kind of described it was even as even as believers you know having having knowing that they're going to see him again yeah, yeah. uh is okay. and it's like yeah. and, and, and so they, they, there's this hole in your life yeah it's a hole yeah and they described it as a jagged hole yeah so it's it, and they said it doesn't it never gets filled right mm-hmm. but the Lord smooths out the edges is okay. how they describe mm-hmm. it okay and 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 I always think about that reference whenever I think about people and, and and as a man like if I if I were in that position and that happened to my family there's no question that that would absolutely be there and 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 I guess haunt me or, or at least maybe even the devil would try to use that to continue to right tear me down as a person and tell yeah, me I'm yes. not worth anything now. Right. You know, and I think a lot of mothers who abort their kids go through some of that trauma, yeah. you know, and they realize that they've done something very evil. Um, but again, I don't think it's a hole that necessarily gets filled, Yeah. but the Lord smooths it and, and uh, right. you can grow and thrive. Yes. yes. But you're right in a society though, that is built on atheism. It's almost like death is, is a welcome yeah. Um, well, even the Christian, you know, it, it's it's a passing through point. But for them, it's like, you know, what? I'd rather not exist than have to deal with this. Yeah. And uh, and that kind of despair flows into movies, I think. Yeah. And, and another question you have to ask yourself. And I would do want to say that I, I believe that there are many atheists out there who go through traumatic experiences like that. And they do find a reason to live. They yeah. Do, they do live. Then they yeah. live a uh, what an American would call an, a successful life. Yeah. Right. Uh, they they do find a reason to live, but it's only a temporary. I would argue it's only a temporary reason. But if if you were to offer a solution mm-hmm. from it from a humanist standpoint, it doesn't matter. You know, since since we're just stardust bouncing off of stardust, we came mm-hmm. from ooze. We're going back to ooze. You know, uh, what difference does it make whether I find a solution or not? I'm still going to live. I'm still here. It, it doesn't really make a difference. You mm-hmm. know, there is nothing after life. Who cares if I find I mean, I think that they do on some level. But once you start really looking at it, you know, why we're here and all this kind of stuff. And, oh, I, I do find a solution for it. Well, it's just it's just the same. You know, I, I'm, I view life through interpreting my senses. It, the same. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day whether I find a solution or not. I'm just, you know, uh, primordial ooze. Yeah. It, it, it's it's yeah. almost an irrelevant question. And it yeah. may be too. I mean, I don't know if if that if it always reflects the writer. Yeah. Um, that may be a real story from somebody. Yeah. I don't know. True. Maybe they just and they do put it out there and leave it open like that. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with how they wrote it. It's just this is actually a real a situation that is common. Yeah. And this is what happens. Yeah. You know, and in that case, it's really sad. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, and that's something that I was. I think. I. I don't know. I tend to like view when I watch television or, or, or movies or anything um, or read, I tend to like try and get in the mindset of like the characters and stuff like right, that yeah. and, and, and sort of a psychological way. And I guess that was part of like what intrigued me about the question was I was just kind of thinking like if I had mistakenly done something that got all three of my children killed in a fire, yeah. like right. to be burned alive, sure, yes. like honestly is, is awful. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, but yeah. cause it's, it's not even just that it's like, Oh, it's an accident and it happens. Like he, is the direct cause of it. Yeah. So, um, and so, and, and based off of something as ridiculous as having buddies over and then doing drugs and drinking and then, you know, and then going to a beer mart to to buy more alcohol just so you don't get sober essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like all that added up, I just was kind of thinking like, like how could you, I don't know, ever like as a person, like it would be really difficult to find forgiveness. Yeah, absolutely. Like even hearing the gospel, like, even, even well, even, I think uh, the hard, hardest thing would be for forgiving yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, so. I think uh, when it comes to something like that, um, 
if the filmmaker said, I just wanted to make a movie, or the screenwriter or whatever said, I wanted to make a movie where there wasn't like a perfectly packaged ending. Yeah. You know, that, that there really is no solution. How yeah. do you solve something like that? Yeah. There is no real solution. People live with that kind of stuff for the rest of their lives. And I, then I'll say, okay, I understand what you did yeah. there. I understand what you did. But we as Christians, we have the solution. And, and, and it's, 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 uh, it's not necessarily an easy solution, but it is a simple yeah. solution. The, yeah. the simple solution is that, you know, uh, it's, you know, God has made this for a reason. And you might not know what that reason is, but if you put your faith and trust in him and you might not ever get an answer. Yeah. Um, but we will, uh, you know, every tear uh, will be will be wiped away. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, you know, we have that faith that even though that's something that horrible has happened, eventually. I'm going to, uh, you know, Christ died for all my sin and shame, and all of that shame will be taken away from me at some day. I'm not going to have to live with it anymore. Yeah. yeah. By the grace of the Lord. Um, yeah. And it's a similar, I guess, a similar story to Job, too. I mean, yeah, that's did true. Job get an answer? You know, he's like, no. well, I'm going to ask God why he did this. That's a good, that's right. a good and he, and he meet, and he way meets to up with God, out. and guess what? You know what? I have nothing to say. Right. That's right. You do what you, I should like, have you, asked. You're, you're, I, I should yeah, have I'm asked. Not, I, yeah. I, I, I'm lower than dust. Right. Uh, you do with me what you will. Yeah, you right. know, it was, it was Job's, and that's I repent and dust. Know, yeah, and that's a that's a good lesson there. That's a good lesson. Yes, and cool. and, and I think from and just to sort of I guess maybe wrap up to you, and then I, where I was asking the question, like from the like reflection of an atheist viewpoint to you, yes. yeah. I think it actually comes from the other characters because okay. I can understand Casey Affleck like not being able to beat it, yes, right? But right. like all the other, I feel like all the other characters in the movie kind of are like almost going nowhere. Yeah. Like they're almost going nowhere fast and like they kind of acknowledge that they don't have a lot of reason to live either. And yeah. so it's just like, I don't know, everything kind of, everything that kind of happens in the movie doesn't really go anywhere. Okay. So um, so do you, rec- do you recommend this movie? <laughs> one out of 10, what would you rate the movie? I felt that, oh goodness, that's a tough one. I actually haven't considered that question. Um, I think that Casey, like, uh, he won the Oscar, and I think he deserved it. Okay. I think I think to sort of see that part of that character, like the Casey Affleck character, go through that, honestly, is is worth watching the movie for. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of other parts of the movie that I just kind of I don't know. I think okay. they're supposed to contribute to the overall theme, which kind of is I think very sort of maybe nihilistic in okay. a sense. Right. Um, so in that way, I guess I wouldn't recommend it, but it's kind of interesting to watch. I don't know. Okay. Um, so I would probably rate it. I probably would have given it like a seven out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not so, bad. I was um, no, it's it's but, not know, like I, like I think that it's the probably a good movie to watch if you want to have like if you want to get philosophical about life if you want to yeah you know, challenge is. yourself yeah. about it you know, it tough it questions. is it is it does challenge you with tough questions and it's also like it's it's interesting too just because this isn't. Manchester by the Sea isn't always a great um, example of it, but I, I feel like it, this is a tendency in writing that I've seen more recently. Like okay. if you watch like Stephen King movies, like yes. Stephen King is a staunch atheist. And yes. so like he does this thing where he likes to kill off characters just like like that he gets you attached to yes. and then just kill yes. them off yes. based yes. off of this whole idea that like it doesn't matter. Like right. like you are a blip. <laughs> you are a blip on the on the yes. universal map. Right. And, right? Yes. and so like so like him get you him like getting you attached to these characters and then sort of like murdering them off. Right. Like yes. it's, it's seemingly like a reflection of this view that like yes. nothing is, is significant i think the same happens in uh um game of thrones game of so thrones. which is obviously not a uh, uh no we do a television not, show that i would ever do, recommend do um, not watch but that. Yeah, yeah um uh, but i about that i mean that's a big thing too like he just he's just like murdering off characters and it's kind of i think for the same point okay uh, in okay that, in that way okay so dove you did Great. a uh, you did a suicide watch yep. and you did get in philosophical you're doing a netflix channel i'm gonna do a netflix All right. Right. now i've i've I think Dove, have you seen this one before? And I recommend this movie to like almost everybody I meet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 
my favorite one. I don't say obviously because nobody knows this, but my favorite genre, Dove, your favorite genre of movies. Um, sci-fi. I don't know. Sci-fi. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, sci-fi. Uh, yeah. I think well, maybe all yeah. three. Are, maybe I, I, all three of our favorite genres okay. of movies. <laughs> Uh, no, no, we're not talking about. Okay, sci-fi when it started off was a very campy. Okay, yeah, and we yeah, still have right. the campy nonsense mm-hmm. coming in. But Interstellar the, is one of my favorite movies. Inter- okay, so <laughs> yes, but w- when the ones get serious, for some reason, I don't know what it is about sci-fi films, but I just, I just love them. I yeah, just, me too. We, we talk about that plot. It's the same plot. It's the same plot. Tell, tell us about the stuff. The so. same plot. We're, we're either either going to a distant planet. Uh, in a ship and something goes wrong with the ship or we're seeking out another ship that we haven't heard from in 30 mm. years and we're yes. going to go seek that out. Yes. Yes. It's the same plot every time yeah. <laughs> so but great. we love it every time. I, like, Here I we go. It never gets old. This is great. I it never love gets it. old. It's oh, always, I love you mean, it. the, always you mean the, the saving astronaut Ryan uh, plot? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but I like it every time. Just seeing the spaceship go through space. Well, that's actually, yes. that's actually that's actually one of the reasons maybe spoiler alert for Interstellar spoiler alert for Interstellar but that's actually one of the reasons I love Interstellar it's because they do that. They go to those planets searching for the people who are already there. Yes. And when they find Matt Damon, he's like the bad guy. Yes. Like, oh, I love that. That's good. Okay. Yes. That's so, cool. Yeah. You so think, that, you think that, it's going to be the robots the entire time, and then, like, there's Matt Damon. Yeah. It, you know, a figure, a genre that, that consistently has, like, the most – you know the uh, the most regurgitated plot, one of the most regurgitated plots, mm. but it never gets old. I yeah. love it so much. Yeah. So many good sci-fi films out there. The one I'm going to recommend to you today is a movie called Cipher. Now, this one is a pretty old film. It, and I, I want to say old because I think it was made in like the mid the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and it's a movie about a man who is applying for um, a, a company, applying to a company to become pretty much a spy. To go spy on other corporations and report back, okay. And I, I don't want to give away the whole movie, uh, but it's got a guy named Jeremy Northam who I have not seen in a long time. Uh, he's very, very talented actor. He's, a, he's another British actor who fakes an American accent, does a good job at it. Uh, very, <laughs> very good job at it. And what he does is uh, he applies to become a he, he plays himself as a very dorky, very dorky spy mm-hmm. who doesn't really know what he's doing, and it's not like a bumbling, you know, blockhead kind of a thing. It's just a really interesting sci-fi. And there comes a point, and Lucy Liu's in this, and there comes a point, and I'll and, I, and I'll, I'm just gonna bring it up to this point. I'm not gonna tell you anything else, but there comes a point where Lucy Liu is pretty much uh, like she she's representing herself as a like a spy who's kind of spying on him. And she's kind of like taking care of him, even though he doesn't really know what's going on. Okay, there comes a point where she tells him, uh, she she and a couple other agents get him into this this uh, trailer, right? And he's about to go into one of his meetings where he's supposed to spy on the corporation, right? And they always have these meetings. He's get these uh, conferences, right? And they all got name tags on. And he's just reporting back. So he's about to go into conference, but they grab him, they pull him into the trailer, and she says to him, "Look." You're about to go into this room. Don't drink the water, okay? Whatever you do, do not drink the water, okay? And you're going to see some things because you're not drinking the water. You're going to see some things that you weren't noticing before, okay? And she says, whatever happens in that room, don't move. And by this point, I'm on like pins and needles. Like, what is going on in there? You know, the plot is so good. It's so well acted and so well delivered. I mean, they actually deliver on it. I don't say it's like the best movie I've ever seen. It's definitely not. 
Um, and even the ending isn't the greatest ending I've ever seen. But that, like, as you watch the movie, you get so into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's so well done, so well executed. The movie is called Cipher. I recommend it wholeheartedly awesome. to all of you people. I'm gonna go Sweet. home and watch it. Actually, yes. yeah. it actually <laughs> comes on Netflix every now and then. Cool. That's where I first saw it. I just watched it one day, and I was like, this "How many? Movie how, is so great. how many stars did it get on Netflix?" Um, and then how many know, stars I, I would you I think it's like it? four and a half or okay, five. Good. Well, my 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 uh, rating system has changed. I don't give movies one out of ten anymore. I give it a one out of forty because there's 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 wow, ten. that's quite an elaborate. Well, there's rating there's system. four. Uh, it is it is because I can't do it anymore. The 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 uh, you know you could argue well you give it a one of forty and just break it down by four. Well, here's the thing. On, on the aspects of the movie, I have to break it down to plot and character, right? Mm-hmm. So the plot comes down to originality and execution mm-hmm. and the other one is for characters uh character development and acting mm-hmm. so i give each one of those 10 points so We're as far as design a rubric soon i, I know well <laughs> it's just it's it's a, it's an honest it's the best way i can communicate to somebody what i thought about the movie yeah the plot was i give it like a nine out of ten yeah you yeah. know it was a very good plot very well if i can yeah they can do that yes execution yeah. was another nine out of ten so that brings it up to 18 yeah uh character development i uh, will give that one like a seven out of ten not mm-hmm. the most complex characters maybe a six okay. six out of ten so that brings it up to what 24 and um acting uh, you know, I give that uh, I give that a ten out of ten. Mm. You know, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. So yeah, yeah, uh, that's uh, thirty four out of uh, forty. Okay, let's move on to the big ticket item. <laughs> we're gonna I... talk about uh, this this month. We're gonna talk about Split. Yes. Okay, Split. I'm so excited. Split is a movie uh, about uh, three girls who are captured in a parking lot and taken to uh, what seems to be an underground network of tunnels, uh, and it ends up being a zoo. Yeah. Uh, they... Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, listen, listen. There's a spoiler alert. Spoilers, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, first off, I mean, I if, like listen. If you've never that. seen the, if you've never yeah. seen the movie, and and I told you that they're in a zoo, you're not gonna be like, wow, the movie's ruined. You know, it's I, I, almost. I would be. It's a, almost irrelevant. I I yeah, but the, the only reason you go to see Shyamalan movies is for the twist right. at the end. That is kind of like one of two big that's twists. Not a, that, at the yeah, end. That's not a twist. They're in a zoo. Oh man, I thought they were in a stadium. You know, it doesn't matter. Oh, oh they, I was listen. If I were listening to this and I heard you say that, I'd go. Uh, Who cares? I, I would be growling a little bit. Uh, uh, oh, well, yeah. You'd be growling. Uh, yeah, I, would, I, just, I just think that we need uh, to establish that anytime we're going to spoil anything, listen, we just need to establish yeah. a spoiler warning. Yeah, don't, it is, don't it even, is proper if, protocol. Yeah, if you're listening and you haven't seen Split yet, n- right now is a good time to skip ahead. Okay, you're here Right, now, say, is, right, right, right now, now is a good time not. to watch it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> So they, he takes him, he captures him, what ended up, uh, he holds him what ends up being a zoo. And he has uh, the, the, uh, the capturer has, uh, what's a better word? Not the capturer. Bipolar? No, oh, not, uh, no, uh, the, no he's uh, not bipolar. He's, he's got split personality split, disorder. Um, whatever, yeah. That's uh, why they call it split. That's not the abductor. Bipolar. Thank you. Oh, okay, the yeah. abductor. That's what I'm looking for. The, the abductor, the perpetrator ends up having uh, split personality syndrome and he manifests himself. He has got 24. I think it's 24 total. 24 yeah. total. Uh, but you only see about seven uh, throughout the film. I was a little disappointed in that. Well, I well see a yeah, but, here, but here's the deal. Here, well, I okay, exactly. let, well me, okay. let me finish well, out the okay, plot. Yeah, you finish okay, out so, the summary. So here, so he spends, the the movie is spent with him, him spending his time between um, interacting with the girls and talking to his um, psychiatrist. And you start to figure out that this guy um, is, you know, obviously he's hiding something. 
He's talking about this. This is it the twenty fourth personality. Yeah, right. The twenty fourth exactly. personality. They only think there's twenty three. Yes, and he's talking is. about this twenty fourth personality. He keeps talking about the beast, and at the end we see this manifestation of the beast, and it gets into the um, the psychological aspect of what human beings can do if they believe it about themselves, yeah. which is a great. Uh, I mean, this is Shyamalan back to his old self. Yeah. Originality, yeah. Uh, thinking man well, movie. Well, I will say, I actually will say that I think um, this movie is a little bit of a hybrid of his old self and his new self. Okay. And I actually think that's what hurts the movie. Okay. Like, I do like the movie, but I think that's what hurt. That's what actually okay, what so hurts your it. thoughts. Okay. So um, my thoughts are um, James McAvoy has risen in the ranks. Yes. Um, out he, of left field. Yeah. yeah out of me, left field. I was like, where is James, this coming James from? James, Ma- I know. Um, I mean, he's really? not, I don't necessarily think he was a bad actor, but like, I mean, when you compare him. Maybe yeah, well, had, what maybe, did he do that was impressive well, up to this well, point? Right, but that's true. Like he, he, well, he was a poor victim of X Men terrible movies. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna say like he can't really compare when you have Patrick Stewart as like your right. your co Professor Xavier, right? Right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, he's done an. I feel like he's done an okay job with the movies he's been in. He's um, not. Yeah, he's never but, been bad in anything. Yeah, but, but he really hasn't done anything. And, and, and there, yeah. there also might be. There also may be some like. Like movies that we don't know about that he's in that are good. I don't know, but um, but yeah, this is yeah, just this it. this like really rose him in the ranks for me. Yeah. So he does play a character with twenty four split personalities, and we do only see I think I think a third of those, like right. eight. Yeah. Um, and honestly, several of those we only see for probably a few seconds. Yes, right. Um, sure. but however, he does an incredible job of going back and forth between the characters. Yes. Um, he with kind of like splits on a dime. Yeah. Um, yes. at yeah. several points, and, and so, you know it, and you know yep. it. That's the thing. And yeah. well, actually, and that was I think one of the best parts of the movie was the fact. That they only gave us, so I was disappointed they only gave us eight. Okay. And then, um, I guess, spoiler alert again, we find out later that he's going to be back. Right. Because Shyamalan's yes. taking, us, taking, us, taking us to the trilogy. Right. So, and we'll talk about that in a second, but um, so I think that that's why we only saw eight. I think Shyamalan is holding on to more personalities okay. for, more, for a future movie. Okay. Um, yes. So, and, 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 right. and so right I'm less that. disappointed by that now that I know that he just didn't want to reveal, like, reveal all the cards. Right. Um, so I think that the movie was really good. Um, and uh, the reason I called it a hybrid is because there are definitely parts of it that are. Are very reminiscent of old Shyamalan of like the stuff that we saw from um, from some of his better earlier movies. So Six Sense. Um, yes, I like Signs. I yes. know some people. I do. I like it too. I also yeah. like. I also like The Village a lot. Um, yeah. And then um, of let course, me let me just say something real quick about the Signs and Village that irks me about the people who don't like Signs and Village. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Most people when they say, "Oh, I hated Signs," and I say, "Why?" Oh, because there were there were aliens. Yeah. Okay. And then they and then I'll say the same person. Well, why didn't you like The Village? Oh, because it was all fake at the end. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, well, which one do you want? They were just, they, one of them they, was the end was real and yeah. you don't like it because it was real and at the end the other one it was fake and you don't like it because it was fake yeah it's like he gave and and, and the haters are uh, they're inconsistent all right yeah. go ahead. <laughs> i agree with that um and so i like the i like both those movies i also like of course unbreakable which is what this yes. one is, is tied to oh. um i know i, I, I oh, i'm man. gonna say something i i had not freaked out in a theater like that since i saw the lord of the rings uh trailer Back in like 2000 yeah. or 1999. Yeah. Wow. I knew it. I, that's why I, I called you immediately I, I, after I saw it. I, I, I was I, like, oh, boy. I couldn't believe I my funny, eyes. I have a funny story about that. Well, well anyway. actually, I have a funny story, too. So <laughs> Athena and I, so I had heard that there was a big twist at the end. And I was yeah. like, of course, it's a Shyamalan movie. Yeah, right, of course, right. there's a big twist. Yeah. So I keeps us was, coming back I, even I, though he made I, horrible movies. Yes, We're still coming know, back just as excited. I know. Well, And so we're on. So Athena and I are on the way 
to, to like I think it was Valentine's Day that we saw it. We're on the way to go see this movie. You didn't see Fifty Shades Darker? No, we didn't. We actually were choosing between. Do not Le- mention that movie. We were actually <laughs> were, we actually were choosing between Lego Batman and uh, and and Split. That that tells you how much of a, the Legos has been killing it. Yeah, oh, Lego Batman! Lego, Lego Batman! Batman it looks amazing. Split. I still have Lego Batman or a Shyamalan movie. I yeah. don't know. But uh, but Lego Batman looks great. But Athena wanted something that with a little bit more, I think, substance. Um, yeah. Right. And so so we went to see Split. Um and. On the way, I was like, I heard that there was a big twist at the end. So I was like, let's take bets on what we think the twist is. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I actually said that, um, I actually said that the that the split character, James McAvoy's character, was going to be the kid from Sixth Sense. That was my guess. That was Ooh. my guess. <laughs> that's that great. That's, that's a great. A, that's oh my word. That was, that was that. my guess. No. <laughs> so, what a great and, prediction. And there, and there are little there are little that's hints great. that they're in Philadelphia. And yes, then when we saw right. the zoo at the end, I was like, it is the kid. Oh, I was like, it's, uh, she's going, she, get, she turns to me in the theater. She goes, are you right? Oh, my word. Then, Dude. If then, you got that right, oh that would have been the call of the decade. Oh, man. We yeah. would have given you an award. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was so excited. I However, I was, I was almost just as excited to find out that it was actually connected to Unbreakable. Right. And was effectively right. going to be the, the sequel to Unbreakable. Okay. Um, That's great. So the reason I was, I think, disappointed in the movie was that the movie from like the beginning, probably until we see the beast, is very Shyamalan, like old Shyamalan. Yes. Like yeah, it's suspense, right? right? Yeah, it's right. suspense. But you like say he's, the new, the he's, new he's aspect slo- hurts. It. He's slowly building. But the reason he was even, I think, able to do this movie is that a lot of his movies um, have been bop box office flops. Yes. That's yeah. what I've read. Mm-hmm. Is that um he was able to kind of glide off of Sixth Sense early on for Unbreakable and for Science and for the Village. And then once they hit like Lady in the Water. Oh boy. Um Lady yeah. in the Water was a flop. <laughs> um the the one about the devil in the elevator was a flop. Yeah, the, was okay. uh, I actually like that one. The, the hap- happening the happening the happening yeah. was a flop. Everyone's yeah. favorite. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then they got to the visit, which came out in 2015, which yes. was which was like made in the which was like almost totally like not suspense and horror. Yeah. Instead, right. yeah, it was right. made. I think it was produced um, by like some like paranormal like activity right. okay. or one of like the normal Sam like, horror Raimi. producers. Sam yes. in like every horror movie. Yeah. So so um and so and so I think this was attempted to be a hybrid in order to appease the producers. Okay. So we got like suspense, like interesting suspense, like and, and character building, and like this is sort of like building. Like growing thing, yeah. and that made the really that made the movie really good. And then I felt I felt like the I don't know the beast at the end to me just wasn't like that part. Just like felt very like horror. Okay. Like it felt like yeah. oh, I need to do something to because the visit did well in the box office. Okay, so it was almost like it felt like he was like I need to do something that kind of ties back to horror in order to get this produced in order okay. to get the funding for this. Okay. and I actually think that that was what hurt it. Well, I think that was I th- personally I thought that was great because okay. I I am excited now. Because I'm afraid of this guy. Mm. I'm a very afraid of him. Mm. And one of the problems that that um, I, I keep experiencing with a lot of these uh, villains in these superhero movies is I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid of them because it's too poppy. It's yeah. not horror enough. Yeah. If these people were really bad, it would it would look like a horror film. Mm. You know. And so I like that. Like I walked away saying, "Man, that guy's scary. I don't want to mess with him. I don't yeah. want anyone to mess with him." Yeah. And now that I see Bruce Willis is going to mess with him. I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be a good one." Yeah. You know, yeah, what there's only there's only one person that can take him out. You know, and that's right. obviously Bruce Willis. But uh, I think they should bring Mr. Glass back, man. It's I think they are. They are. They, they, they are going to do it. Like they, they got to bring yes. Samuel L. back and, yes. and do him again. But but well, um, I had read that. I had read that Samuel L. Jackson that that Shyam- well, maybe you told me this yes. that Shyamalan that? yeah Shyamalan didn't um, didn't tell Samuel L. Jackson that it was the sequel. Yeah. And so, um, so Samuel Jackson saw it in theaters and was like, "You're, what? Kid. You're yeah. kidding me!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said. I, I, I called Shyamalan right up. He said, "I have his phone." He said, "He said he Samuel Jackson said in an interview. He said 
every time that Shyamalan calls me, I hope that he's calling me to tell me we're that's great because he did this. Is, but yeah, so he did such an amazing a good job. job. Mr. Glass, I thought that was that's probably so one good. of his best characters that I've ever I seen. So, I, but good. I think I think uh, I I understand where you're saying. I just I don't know. It kind of like felt like in terms of tone, it just felt different. Like it went from mm-hmm. like this kind of like again the cool Shyamalan suspense tone to like yeah. full on horror movie where he's eating the girls. And I was just like, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was scary. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes him menacing. I see what you're saying. But I just yeah. like I, I mean, just think about Unbreakable, right? We don't. I mean, the very end of the movie is where we understand what Mr. Glass has done. Right. And it right. doesn't like there's no well, like big stand remember if you remember the guy that he beats up who captured the three the, the family, remember yeah. him? Mm-hmm. He was he was like raping the the, the, the Well, mom. actually that was like that scary was, stuff. That's right true. There. That's true. He right. was scary, but also the other interesting fact that I read was that that scene the the janitor who who captures the family, you know. that scene was actually supposed to be James McAvoy's split character. In the original oh, screenplay, okay. he doesn't meet the janitor. He meets one of the personalities who are good, who are getting through, okay. who tells Bruce Willis, I've got these girls in this basement. Like, okay. here, you need to go and rescue them okay. before things happen. And okay. so, actually, that whole scene was originally supposed to be James McAvoy's scene, okay. and then or, or that character scene. Right. And then they actually took that out and replaced it with the, the wow. creepy janitor. Right. Um, and then Shyamalan, I guess, has been like had this in the in the works for a long, long time. Oh, okay. Of course, he's probably so, got all kinds of things going that's on in his mind. Okay. I mean, I really, I really liked it a lot. Uh, it was definitely a step forward yeah. for M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. No yeah, I agree. Question. After many steps back. No question. And it brings up the question of how do you do hyper-realistic today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Superheroes. Yes. yes. How do you do that? Yeah, yeah, that's hard to do. And I think he really pulled it off with Bruce yes. Willis. And, and uh, yes. the whole scene. Went, and I saw, and going back to Unbreakable, I think one of the most well-acted scenes that I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah. Was when his son pulls the gun on him in the kitchen and him and yes. his wife. Oh right? yeah, I know. And 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 that made it so stinking real that yeah. that, that he is. That's right. He's a superhuman. Yeah. Right? And yet so human. Yes. Yeah. And so how do you do that? And so now right. Shyamalan's bringing a villain, um, and how do you do another guy like that? Right. You know and right. And it's really hard to do. And, I, and I'm watching this and I'm like, this is probably very, very difficult to make a hyper-realistic superhuman yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, and, and, I, and, I, and I get it. You know, you're right. Eating the kids, yeah. you know, like could it just, that have been a honestly, little bit less? Probably, you know. I, but it just didn't fit the, the end, tone for me. Like I, right, love, I right. love suspense movies. Like some of my right. favorite movies are like the ones that are like truly suspense. Right. Um, yeah. And and this one just like it shifts. And right. and I, I understand like I, I don't necessarily I didn't it didn't make it awful for me or anything. Yeah. Right. But it just I thought like it lowered the level for me because okay. I like like that suspense kind of like culminates into one thing and that's it. Yeah. That's Whereas great. it, it yeah. goes it totally into like horror movie yeah. and, well, and see, yeah. And one thing about that too, like I was kind of afraid because you're right, it can go that way with him. Yeah. He can but I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting you know, and he was in the in the McAvoy was describing the beast. You know, had this hair and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm like, is he gonna like grow that? And I'm glad he didn't go that far. That's a little too far. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in his mind. That's what it is. Right. But all you see is really more veins. Right. He's super like yeah. he's just super strong. I'm yes. like, that that's very much more real to me. Right. Than the right. Beast that I'm thinking of that has right. hair and he grows right. claws. Right. And yeah. Like, you know, and I'm glad they kept him very right. human. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the, 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 the the thing that pops in your head. What would this look like if it actually happened? Right. That's it was, what it would look like. It, yeah, it's what, it, that's it, what it, I felt. Yeah, right. and that's what it, it would look exactly and like I'm that really if this glad, happened. And I'm right. really glad that um, – I'm glad I saw the Beast. I'm glad they brought him out. Yeah. 
you know, and sometimes movies don't deliver on that, yes. you know, and you'd be like, well, yeah. we're almost there. Oh, not quite. The yeah. villain was stopped before he could pull the trigger. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And right. I hate that. Yeah. Right? Oh. And I want to see the beast. <laughs> okay. I want to see what happens, yeah. you know, and you can still, he's still vulnerable. He got shot with a shotgun. Yeah. He shot him, you know, and, and he's, you know, he's still, but, but he's definitely more powerful than Bruce Willis, as right. it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was really happy with it. And seeing the, my funny story about Unbreakable, I'm seeing it with Jeff, right? Right, yeah. Jeff has never seen Unbreakable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, so you're, 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 so you're watching, watching it with him later. You're watching Split, Split oh, with Jeff. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay. okay. And he's never seen Unbreakable. Oh, yeah. no. That was a, that was a, that was so a thing. So he's just sitting there with a blank face. There and I'm going, and I'm, I'm sitting there in the theater. I'm like, like, and all of a sudden you, you see the, 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 the bodily reaction of me. And I'm going, oh, crap. And then I'm realizing, like, oh, crap, they're in Philly and all this. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and this is how they're tying all this together. Yeah. And Jeff's like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm like, you haven't seen Unbreakable? No. Oh no! Like I was like, Jeff, I can't yeah. even talk to you about yeah. this. <laughs> I need to. So then, the, 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 yeah. that, the next day, Jeff goes and sees Unbreakable. Uh, that was uh, like, that so was that was pretty much exactly yeah, what happened you know, with Athena. Was, I, Athena I, hadn't seen it. We went and watched it. What'd you um, think? I, What'd you yeah. think? Huh? What'd you think? I think I think she liked it. Yeah, oh, I hope so. Uh, see, one thing that I I, I thought was interesting. Okay, okay, first off, look at the look at the names. Yeah, Split uh-huh. and Unbreakable. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, genius. Oh, I know. Genius. I know. Genius. Okay, so and secondly. You know he hates people who are who are not marked by life. Yeah. He hates the pure and the innocent. He yeah. hates people who are perfect. Right. He hates people who have never come overcome have have come into hardship. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. He can't be blemished. Yeah. He can't be hurt. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. he can be hurt, but he but he's got nothing on his body that's gonna that's gonna show an imperfection. Yeah. He's perfect. You know. So yeah. that so that I, see what I'm what I'm wondering is obviously they're gonna. Uh, they're going to meet up with each other, these two. Yes. I'm curious how Mr. Glass fits in all this. Yes. Yeah. What's he Mr. Gonna Glass is going to figure he's... out his weakness. He's going to be like, um, maybe he's going to be like Hannibal Lecter. Maybe to, he's still uh, Clarice. obsessed. Maybe in jail, he's the whole time he's obsessed with Bruce Willis and trying to think, I don't know, and like just continuing to connive and scheme. This is what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to be the, the, the Hannibal Lecter to, to Clarice because Bruce Willis is going to go to him and say, because, because um, Mr. Glass is the authority on this stuff. Right. Like, how do you defeat mm-hmm. the villain? He yeah. knows. Bruce Bruce Willis so might have Bruce to Willis him. is going to be like, how do I beat this guy? Because I don't know, Maybe. and I think that's what's going to happen. He's good. I think Mr. Glass is more of an antihero than than he is a villain. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, so I'm interested in seeing what angle uh, Shyamalan's going to take between this this trilogy here uh, of the Beast, Mr. Glass, and uh, I don't know what they call Bruce Willis's character. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Like, to be honest, what's yeah. the superhero name? I, I don't know. And and secondly, Bruce Willis is like. Is he like sixty-five yeah. years old? I mean, he's, uh, he's not really bad. He's old. Not that old, but I think he's just in his fifties. I don't. I could know. be wrong. Let me ask Siri. Siri. Oh no! How old is Bruce Willis? Put up something. Oh, snap. 62 okay. years old. All right, 62. He's 62. Right. And that's going to show. I don't know if they're going to try and clean him up, but that's going to show. So I'm yeah. kind of wondering what they're going to do with that. Is he getting old? Is he getting weak? You know, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I want to know how they're going to pull that off. Oh. I want to know how uh, Mr. Glass is going to fit into this because yeah. he is, because Mr. Glass is such an awesome character. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and is, is he going to be an anti-hero or is he going to be a villain? He has to be in it. If he's not, if he will be, but if he wasn't. Right. Yeah, I know. I would still see it, but I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, how yeah." Know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll yeah. def. I mean, I'll go see that movie no matter what, just as long as I hear that we right. get more personalities. Honestly. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. split. Um, oh, one more thought on that. Yeah, go ahead. I was happy we didn't see all the personalities. Okay. Yeah. I, I I felt like when I was watching, I'm like, 
I'm okay with not like uh, clogging my brain. I, yeah. I had enough to think about. Yeah. yeah. I, I had right. enough to think about that I was like, I'm okay with not seeing every single guy. Yes. I'm entertained. Also, enough. also, I do want to point out for Shyamalan's sake that that I thought was actually the best part of writing that he has the child uh, personality be yes. the one who is able to like take over whenever. Um, yeah, whenever. Yeah. I thought that was so cool because like uh, as adults, we always like are your child. Like you know, yeah. you, you yeah. can't contribute. Right. And it's that that makes the kid like take the light from uh, um, from yes. the guy who holds it. Name. Hedwig. Hedwig. It was Hedwig. Right. Yeah. Well, me and Luke, me and Jeff kept talking to each other Hedwig. about his personalities, and we kept calling the same guy different names. And you're kind of like, "That's Hedwig now." Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's Dennis. Yeah. Yes. You that's know, right. I was like, "Who?" And Jeff's like, "Who are we talking?" I think that's Dennis. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but I don't it, know. it truly you was. Know, was um, good. Uh, to you to use the term a tour de force for uh, James McAvoy, anyway. who who had been relatively under the radar up until yeah. this point. Very impressed. Uh, you're going to get a triple recommendation from the agents of the Silver yeah, Screen definitely. for Split. Definitely um, worth seeing. If you have not seen it, um, and yep. you, please go see Unbreakable first, which is objectively still a great movie. Yeah. And uh, after you're done seeing that, go see Split, and we're excited about what Shyamalan's going to do next. Happy, again, to be a Fairweather Shyamalan fan. He had lost me for <laughs> yeah. a long time. Fairweather. Well, oh, I mean, man. I don't know that we can call it, call it Fairweather. There was a stream of movies that were just not let's, good. Let's not forget. I mean, let's I mean not forget don't mention it. Don't mention I it. I yeah, you have to. <laughs> what is it? We, we have to. Well, ears. for the listeners, we're probably going to put a new segment in here. Previews that were better than the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, what, so like trailers. One? Trailers that were better yeah. than the movie. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I can't say it now. Right. What well, is it? Go ahead. Just Last say. Airbender. Oh, my word. Okay, remember how oh, terrible ouch. that was? It was so terrible. But actually, you know what? Ouch. It was one of the funnest movies we've ever seen because of how much we made fun of it coming uh, yeah. out. It was a lot of fun. Actually, yeah. this actually this might be a good mini transition, though, before we get to our last segment. Uh, in terms of trailers that are better than the movie, that seems to be a habit of DC right now. Okay, anyway. Oh, anyway, wow. moving yeah. on. Oh, do not start that. Moving, moving on. on. It's time to move on to a segment that we call Lists. Now... I'm really excited. About last this. last month I'm we so did excited. last month we did a pretty big list, and that was that was a heavy list. We did top five villains. I know what a way to start us off, but it was awesome. Yes, it was, and it, it, we have to start it off. We can't we can't start it off with something small. So this list we did a little bit lighter, but it's a lot, a lot more hypothetical. Now this list is three moments, and it doesn't have to be in any sort of sequential order. Like I care about this moment more, but I mean for me it, it is going to be that way. But it doesn't mine have to is be for in you a sequential guys. order as well. Okay. Yeah. So you said it is or it is not. It, it is like okay. mine, mine. I I mean I rated. I just wanted to rate mine on because okay. to me that's how you justify yeah, it. Right. Yeah, okay. I guess so, that's true. Okay, mine, mine wasn't in the sequential. I I wasn't sure what uh, which one would be my number not, one. I mean that's fine too. So. Okay, so this Thanks list uh, is. I'm this, glad you This month is. What I said. I'm glad you approved. Yeah. <laughs> this this list this month is three times that you wish you could go into uh, change movie history. You could go into the movie and be. Um, some sort of catalyst, or you could be a change. You could change it any way you wanted to, and you could change the outcome or the result of a movie. Now, Joey, we'll start with you this month. Oh, okay. All Give right, me three me. times. All right. Three times you wish you could change movie history. Just for the sake of uh, a time then, I'm going to give my three times, and um, I'll give like any outliers that I might have thought of maybe later okay. if we, uh, once okay. you guys In get In other words, done. we're getting six. Okay. okay. No, no, no. no you're not, you're not getting Joey. six. You're getting three from me, okay. and then we might talk about some of All our right. ones that like could have made it in. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so number three. Um, um, so starting at number three. We're going to go Last of the Mohicans. Okay. The scene towards the end uh, where okay. um, Uncas and Alice yes, die. Yes, I just like when – I forget – I don't really know how to pronounce that character's name. Is it like – is it Chingachgook. Okay, Chingachgook, yeah. That scene for me is just brutal. Like I watched that movie. My dad loves that movie, and I watched that movie at like 12 years old. And he rounds that corner, and he's like, no. Yeah, I know. I just was like – I just like – 
those I don't know those like that whole ca- those characters are so cool yes. and then just like this yeah. like awful like yes. just awful character and just killing them like and then like it's just so like so slow like yeah. when he like slits their throats and stuff yeah, like that yeah. it's just like oh. just like just like oh it's a killer man yeah. I, it's a great movie it's a wonderful movie um, uh, Daniel Day Lewis is amazing as yes. normal but I just like all, uh, honestly all the main characters are amazing yes, like just are. like the the uh, both female characters yeah and it's, good choice but um it's so hard to watch and honestly i'm surprised that one's not even farther up on my list okay. but uh the other two are, are really big for me too so Can all I right big one uh, quick observation about yeah. that one the worst part of that yeah. wasn't even when he really killed uncas yeah is when he wounded him and then uncas gets back up and he yeah. does a backhand yeah a backhand swipe with his tomahawk and 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 uh magua catches yeah. it yeah yeah the very next part it's when he just kind of jabs him in the kidney with his knife yeah that was the most one it, of yeah, the it's just, most it's such a painful grueling. looking, disturbing moments. Yeah. Where he just go, and he just goes, boom, like just yeah. like that, right in the right, in just a quick little. Well, and the and I mean, maybe it's it, it's also par- partially probably so painful too, is because like before, like there is like a deciding factor in that fight. You almost like know like like what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, when it's when like, he gets back those, up and he fights him again, you're like, he's not gonna win. Yeah, this. it's so, like it's one of those cases where it's it's not blood. quite dramatic irony, but it is right, like yeah. you just have this feeling that you know it's not gonna turn out well. Yeah, yeah. It and it's real. so so painful to yeah. watch, like to just be like, no. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah it's so painful. It's very um, realistic looking too. The yeah, it is. Just it looked like an Indian knife fight. I was I was gonna say yeah, back when uh back when fighting was less stylized and a little bit more realistic and gritty. Yes. And the 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 scene wasn't changing every five seconds. Yeah, every and, time and no CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the music, dude. The music. Can we talk oh, about one of the one of the coolest weapons in movie history? Ching Chingachgook's axe. I don't even yeah. know what that was. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> the <laughs> hammer thing. I have no idea what that was, but that thing was cool. I'm sure yeah. there's some sort of Indians him, rolling around the grave because I can't pronounce the name of it. He got yeah. with that spike thing. In yeah, there. yeah, that thing was cool. He just totally took everybody out with that thing. All right, yeah. Joey, what's your second one? No, no, that's okay. Um, yeah, so that's that's my uh, that's number three. So number two, this one. Okay, so from a personal standpoint, yes, my number one is my number one, and, yes. I'll, and I'll explain that when I get to it. But for right. number two, this could be my number one. They're okay. they're very very close. Okay, uh, my number two is uh, John Coffee from um, oh, the Green Mile. Green Mile. Um, yeah, the Green Mile, just moment. like just watching, like they they discover his innocence, and there's yes. there's nothing that they can do, and just like this whole idea of like death of innocence yes, right like right like just like the symbolic moment where this character is like innocent and pure and yes. and then yeah. like good and and i mean and not to get philosophical uh for for too long in terms of this movie too but like that almost to me like that story like reflects like the like just like the awfulness of christ's death too right yeah. like that like mm-hmm. that like someone who is innocent who is pure who has not like who has not done any like has not right. is not sinful and now that's not this character he's not like right not sinful but right. he just like he doesn't deserve to die right. and just yeah. I mean, there's like nothing they can do about it and people right. want to see him die he's been wrongly convicted yeah. yes um and he's, just like that movie like that scene for me is just yeah yeah it's yeah no. you wanted to change yep that like that's like that's like one yeah that's where you you just want to go in and be like what are you doing like you know he's innocent like just stop yeah right just stop um and so i just i don't know it's that one is a a big one for me here's a question for you which one do you hate more do you hate um uh billy the kid or or was the name wild bill what are you talking about? Yeah, you're talking about the character. You, I, uh, you hate Wild Bill or you hate Percy? Oh, more? Billy. Yeah. You hate Percy? Oh, Percy. Hate Percy. Percy. <laughs> Percy for sure. Yeah. Percy for sure. Yep. <laughs> I, I thought that's where I thought you were going with that. I was like, yep, definitely Percy. <laughs> I, did, okay, I, did, I didn't know the sponge was supposed to be wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I might where you want to smack him. I know. <laughs> 
What in the blue ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. All right, go ahead. Yep. So that's uh, that's my number two. All right, and then uh, my number one from um, one of my for probably a movie. One of my favorite movies, also from like my favorite actor. My favorite actor is Robin Williams. Just want okay. to clarify that. Robin okay. Williams is my favorite actor. Um, and, uh, Neil uh, Perry uh, from Dead Poets Society. Oh, okay. Dead po- I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. Um, yes. But Dead Poets Society. Yeah, while um, ago. Yeah, when yeah. the um, when the when Neil Perry commits suicide. Yeah. Um, and when you just like, that one was a big one for me. I mean, watching. I'm an English teacher, so watching, uh, yeah. watching, uh, you know, like like just like uh, there's so much about that movie that sort of embodies, I think, like where students are and where teachers are and like their interaction. And right. and Rob Williams is such a cool teacher. Uh-huh. It's like who we all, all all English teachers aspire to be, right? <laughs> standing on our desks, um, uh, reading, po- reading, <laughs> standing on our desks, reading poetry, reading poetry to right. a class that's actually interested. Right. right. Exactly. Uh, yes. Exactly. Is actually interested. Right. <laughs> um, uh, engaging students in that way. Um, but just like also, I think it. I think that story sort of so embodies like a lot of people consider like you know you think about nurses and doctors and like what they have to deal with on a regular basis, like seeing people die and like what they take home and then and, and uh, uh, but like people don't realize that teachers do a lot of the same thing, right? Yeah. Like when you have a student who you love and then you find out like the next year like that student dies in a car crash or something, like yeah. you take yeah. that home with you, yeah, right? That's, that's like a really rough thing. And so and so I think that that movie, this movie, kind of deals with that in such a in such a concrete way. Right. But it's just like uh, like. You know, it's just awful. Like, right. just like when he, like when he commits suicide and he has everything going on at home and stuff like that. Right. Um, and that's so. Like, that's that would be in my number one. Number and one. that hits cool. for me on the personal level. Yeah. So okay. from a from a from yep. a from an objective justification, I'd probably go with John Coffey as number one. Okay. Um, but okay. from a um, and I might even put I might even put um, Uncas and Alice at uh, number two then. Okay. But from a from a personal standpoint, for me, okay. like watching that movie just hits home and just. Yeah. I, I mean, see. I see what you did there. Yeah, okay. and so, so from a personal standpoint, that's my number one. Um, cool. I'd probably put it maybe a little bit lower on the list um, from like a objective standpoint. Okay, yeah. I blame Uncas and Alice on that stupid warlord chief for his horrible justice methods. Oh yeah, anyway. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dev, what was yours? Uh, um, what was your okay, list? so I had three, and this was a little tougher for me. I really had to think about this. Yeah, me like, too. Which ones? Like, like, and I did. There wasn't a lot that was coming up in my brain as far as you know, what I really wanted to change. So um, these aren't in particular order, but if I had to put them in order, I guess I'd put them in this one. So as my number three is actually one very, very recent, and uh, that is The Force Awakens. Okay. And uh, I, I, it was the scene where, because I was really, and the part of it was because they built it up so well, they built it up with, here's another trailer that's better than the movie, for real. Yeah. But the, they built it up so epically to us. Yeah. Just leading up to it, I was really excited to see this movie and go through it. And it, it was up until this point was delivering. We had Kylo Ren stopping the the bolt, uh, you know, in midair, and that's kind. Of, I'm like, oh boy, this is actually going to be good. Yes. Okay. Right. And so at a certain point, though, it all changed. <laughs> yeah. And the point that it changed for me, oh, I know yeah. it was for I know, you, Joey. I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah, I know where it was for you. It was when you know Ray was talking to the, the stormtrooper. And using it's the when Kylo Ren takes his helmet off. That's when it, it oh, all goes downhill. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, right, yeah right. 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 Revealing Adam Driver. But, yeah. Right, right. Um, What's he doing so, here? <laughs> <laughs> that was my. Re- that was honestly my reaction in the theaters. Oh my gosh, that's funny. But um, this isn't a romantic a comedy. Where, when. <laughs> When they're going through, and now she's in the, in inside the uh, the Millennium Falcon, uh, and this is the point where I knew that it was going to go south, and I knew it was it wasn't going to change, and I was very disappointed. Yeah. So this is the time where you want to fix the writing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Change movie history. Yeah. Was when she all of a sudden knows how to fly it better, right? <laughs> and knows more about the ship, right? Than Han Solo, right. and I went, dang it. 
I, I sat there in the theater and I went, here we go. Okay. And it all went downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, it then went all and, downhill. Uh, and the reason that was so upsetting was because I was really enjoying it up until that point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I thought Kyler Ren was great. And I went, here we go. And this is going to ruin And it did. It just spiraled downhill from there and it just got worse and worse. Mm. So that's one where I would like to actually change movie history. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and so the second one, I would have to go with the movie Shane. Okay. And it was a scene where, and this is why I saw this when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, and this is probably one that not many people have seen before. Maybe well, some well, let, let me let me say something real quick about this, okay? In Logan, you guys haven't seen it, but there's a huge, massive tribute to Shane in that movie, and I think this it's 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 a massive tribute to Shane, and I think it's it's very fitting that you're going to talk about Shane this? now because I saw Logan. Oh, you did? I didn't yes. know you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Um, so we'll get here, to that next month. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, next month. We'll have do to. I need to see it before you t- we talk about yes. it? Uh, what you think of it? What what I think of what? I'm not going to explain to you, Logan. No, you're not going to tell me. No, I'm not telling you anything about Logan. We're I'm doing just Logan saying, next month. I'm saying it's very fitting. It it's okay. very fitting that you're talking about Shane because you said you just said um, there might not be a lot of people out there who know this movie, but I think in the next okay. month or two, maybe the next year, okay. the people who have seen Logan are going to go, what was that movie? Yeah. You know, I'm going to, they're going to go watch way, it. I know, I've never I seen Shane. I don't know if okay. you're, I don't know if you're a Western person or not, Joe, if Western or not, you do need to see it. Okay. Yes. It's a, it's a Western. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. You will be entertained. Yes. It is very entertaining. Very well done. It's very movie. well. Yeah. Done. I'm not very a huge well Western done. fan, but I I'll definitely, I'll definitely yeah. see it. There's two movies it. tonight that you need to yes. go see, I guess. The one, yeah. the cypher and Shane. Yeah, but yeah, right. see it. Best. You'll really like bar it. none. Best, best bar fight I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Cool. I cool. love it. Yeah, so it's really good. And so the put the the scene where oh man, I'm kind of spoiling it here for Joey now. But okay. I have okay. To. Go ahead. It's fine. Spoil it. It's fine. Spoil away. The, the, the scene that, that really stuck out to me and really kind of traumatized me in a way and a little bit was when he had to fight Joe. And oh, so that, that was a scene where, yes. you know, and now being older, I kind of understand it. I see yes. it now. Yes. That's but kind true. of that That's true. all through the end. Yeah. Uh, when he, and, and he has to leave the family. Yeah. You know, and, and, and right off, yeah, you know, right. and th- that when he had to fight him. Yeah. That's when I, I was, I was sitting there going, no. Yeah. This, right, this right. does not need to happen. I right. wanted to jump in the screen. Yes. And get in between him and go, there is a third way. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Something. Yeah. Go fight them together. I don't know. Yes. Whatever you guys want to like, yes. this doesn't need to happen. And the way they did it, it was a gritty thing. Yes. It was, it was, there was no, it wasn't like a bar fight. It was right. like well, almost one of these guys is going to it was, hurt the other it one. It was probably yeah. one of the most serious moments that I've ever seen in a, right. in a film that was that old. It was hard for them to get like really serious the, yeah. in the, the, back in the day, but that was how, a very and, and serious And another moment. thing too, yeah, it was very serious. And part of the reason they made so it well serious, done. which they don't do anymore in, right. because there were two feminists to do this. Right. <laughs> women screaming right okay now no, when they start doing it and she and she lets loose this female scream right, and we've right. seen this before when, yes. when when we're on the streets of Reading, we saw this one guy just getting beat up right okay one time remember this yes, yes. and these and there are three women around no there's only one woman around there's three guys one, beating up one two, dude i thought there were two, at least two girls i thought there, there were more one. than that but they're around and they can't do anything about it yeah they cannot do anything about it and they are just screaming yeah right and it heightened this situation yes. to a level. And right. so, and, and, and as soon as that happened in that scene, she lets loose the scream and it's like, this is almost traumatic. Yeah. That was one thing where, and they were such good friends. Yeah. Right. And right. I was like, no, this yes. doesn't need to happen. Yeah, this right. is dumb. That's I'm right. going to come in. You know, now that I see it now, I'm like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and even now when I watch it, I'm like, right. yeah, I wish I could change. But this. that's, but that's what's so great about yeah. it because yeah. you're watching it from the perspective of Joey, the little boy. You know, as you watch as a kid, yeah. you know, you're watching it from the perspective like this is really messed up. 
You know, and that that yeah. that is a great observation. So that anyway, is a great. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that's that was a good one, one movie that is a good where one. I was like, that I would like to change. Yes. I would, you know. But you know, I, I think a lot of our it. listeners are going to know what you're talking about because I, I that's, so. a, that's a huge movie. Listen, if you haven't seen Shane, go out there and see. You need to see that movie, and it deals with integrity too, and how you deal with. Uh, if you need to kill somebody else and all that, right. I mean, all that stuff is dealt with, but anyway, um, so that's Great probably movie. number two, Great number movie. three, um, that I have that, I, and this is probably the most emotion I felt during any movie was the passion of the Christ. Okay. Oh yeah. And so when okay. during hit, never have I seen before, you know, any type of realistic. And I even thought the film wasn't even as realistic as even the Bible describes. Yeah. Right. Right. Because right. the Bible describes him. He was unrecognizable. Right, right. And this goes along too. I'm glad you mentioned John Coffey and you brought it over to this. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was kind of during the scene where he was being whipped by the by the guards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a moment where I'm going, okay, this is the greatest injustice in world history. Right, yeah. This is the most innocent man in the history of the world. Right. He lived a perfect life, and he's dying this way. Mm-hmm. Right. Through torture and pain. Right. And, um, you know, and I realized, but, but there was a moment kind of when he was being whipped by the guards. Where I just wanted to bust through the screen uh-huh. and beat the snot out of everybody there, uh-huh. including the Sanhedrin. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And save him. Yeah, that, that just it right. just <laughs> yeah. kind of, you know, and, and if it were up to me, you know, and and uh, that was one where I was like, I want to jump in there and change the course yes. of history at yes. this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And that that was probably the number one because that that hit home to me more than anything. Right. OK. Um, it's understandable. You know, the, the colossal uh, implications of everything that was going yes. on. Yeah. And plus yeah. knowing that that's that that's. Seeing that and going, that's my that's my punishment. That's my right. right. Um, Should be me over there. That's supposed yeah. to be me. Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, and I d- deserve that and worse. Right. And and uh, you know, seeing him take that, I don't know. That that was a. And I would like to change. Obviously, now knowing it, I obviously won't and wouldn't. But yeah, yeah. But during that movie, when you're seeing that, yeah, of course. The, the sort of visceral reaction. Yeah. 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 The I I think that probably one of the heaviest things about that was knowing that when Christ was in the garden praying, sweating bullets, yeah. yeah, that that's not the part he was sweating out. Yeah. That's not the part he was afraid of. He was afraid of the wrath that he was about to get on the cross yeah. for three hours. He was fr- yeah. His separate, well, and his, his separation. separation. The separation, yeah. right. That, that, but that was yeah. the, that, I mean, we look at that and say that's terrible. We yeah. want to do something right. about that. It's, it stirs us to action. But the, the heaviest part about that is that's not even the part that Christ was most afraid yeah. of. Right. The separation was the biggest and, thing. Isn't, and I know, and just real quick, and that, and this goes in kind of the opposite of movies and books of modern day Christianity, like things like The Shack, you yeah. know, that, that, oh, yeah. that have this have this perfect symmetry between father and son. Right. Yes, yes, they do, except for that moment. Right. You know, when he yeah. when, when when God the Father punished punished his son uh, and 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 punished him and right. gave him our death. Yeah. Right. Right. That, that was not a point where there, you yeah, know, and, right. and there was a, a, a separation there. Yeah. You yes. know, they don't, they, they oh, it, anyway, that's let's not discussion. get, it's, uh, let's not even, I, know, I, start on I, I keep, we keep bringing up names of movies in this podcast that I do not want to even mention. 
And we R- keep saying, what, what other ones and, have been? And, and we, we would, we would uh, criminalize the shack. Yeah, like, yeah we, we yeah. should not. Maybe you should we not. should go suicide watch that junk. Oh my! Well, no, God. we shouldn't give it any money. <laughs> but I almost, I almost wonder, I almost wonder, Luke, if we yeah. should do like a rotating segment whenever a movie that is dealing with some sort of Christianity comes out that is like uh, heretical in some way. If we should yeah, uh, have maybe. a segment where, well, where we do we start with that? One? Crying out loud, one of comes out every other flipping month. Well, let's okay. talk about That's Exodus, no, gods go and kings. Let's talk about Noah. Let's talk. About every single biblical movie well, they try to come we, we out. Don't, with. We don't have to do the ones that have already come out, but maybe the ones no, that are coming out. Let's go way back and do Left Behind with Kirk. Oh, oh. <laughs> didn't they? Did, didn't they do? A, didn't <laughs> they do? A, hold on, though. Didn't they do? A, Remember they those did, books? They did it. Did you guys know they did a, a Left Behind remake with uh, Nicholas Cage? Yes, yes, of course I do. Yes. <laughs> what a joke! Can we please oh, move man. on? I'm are dying inside every we, single we time. Can, we, we can, but what, we can, but what other what other movies did we say this podcast that you can't you can't bear the name of? Other than the um, shack, uh, the kingdom of heaven. Well, that didn't happen. That was last podcast. That was last. I know. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. I'm still recovering from okay. that one. Luke, Luke's been triggered. Aragon. <laughs> oh, that's oh what, yeah, that's man, true. that's right. <laughs> and, okay. and you said the last Airbender. Oh, that's, oh, that's true. Oh, we did get yeah. the last Airbender in these, this. These Why did films, that come up? These films. Okay, Terrible. look. Okay, here's my list. All, All right, right, Luke's list. Let, let me move on to something more positive. You know, things that hurt me as a child. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's my list of three times trauma. that I wish I could go into the f- film and change movie history. When, one, the, when one, the brave little toaster fell into that gear, that was pretty. Yo, that was pretty heavy. heavy. Anyway, go that ahead. was heavy. <laughs> That's a good honorable mention. Number one, um, and this this is probably in reverse order. Um, but my first one is uh, well, I mean, I should say no. This is in order. Uh, my number three will be uh, a pretty obscure for a lot of people. But it was a horror film called Mama. In which two yeah, young children uh, are stranded in a cabin out in the woods, and uh, there's a scene there where their parents die, and they're sitting in front of a fire. And the th- at the time they were the age of of my two nieces, and um, the the problem was I couldn't see the two little actress girls. I saw my two nieces sitting there, yeah, and right. I just wanted. W- was, your, was the camera to the back of them? No, it was to the side, okay. and and one and they were sitting there by themselves in this cabin, and. Uh, they were sitting, and and one was holding the the other little one because the little one could barely even talk, mm-hmm. but the older one was was old enough to kind of understand what mm-hmm. was going on, and she was just holding her sitting by the fire, and I just wanted to bust right through the screen and grab them and take them to you know a safe place and tell them it was going to be okay and hold hold them and hug them and all that kind of stuff because all I saw was my two nieces sitting yeah there. alone and cold yeah and, it do, yeah I don't even like to think about oh, it wow. and I, I called up I wow. called up their father and I was like. Do not watch this movie because if I'm thinking that and I'm just the uncle, then yeah, do not watch this film. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. okay. Number two. This is more of a repeating, repeating offense. This is more like a pet peeve, and every single time it happens, I seriously wish I could go in and to the to the film and and stop, or or, or more like this is more like cause. I don't want it to stop. I want it. I want it. I want it to start. So this is like a cinematic flaw. This. It's not like a cinematic flaw. It's just a pet peeve. Okay. People don't eat their freaking food. Eat your freaking food. It drives me nuts when you don't eat. Okay, look, example, okay? Uh, Pinocchio, okay? When when Geppetto goes out to look for uh, Pinocchio, he turns around to Figaro and Cleo and says, don't eat a bite. Right, and and Figaro and Cleo are sitting in front of these massive meals. Uh, Figaro the cat has got this fish with butter that's actually melting on the fish. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And right. Cleo has got this huge piece of chocolate cake, and they don't eat it. It drives me nuts. I wish they would eat it. Eat the food. And this, I, I'll give you another example. 
um, uh, Terminal Man, Tom Hanks, right? Uh-huh. Catherine Zeta-Jones, yeah. right? He gets stuck in the yeah, terminal, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. He's got no money. He's got no food. He can't eat, right? right? So he can't leave. So what's he going to do? He figures out that he can get the shopping carts together and get all the quarters that come out of the shopping carts. So he gets like 20 bucks, right? So he goes up to the Burger King. He hasn't eaten anything. And they're, they're, they're laying this on you like he hasn't eaten in two days, yeah. right? And so I'm feeling the hunger. I'm like, oh, boy, here he's come, man. And he orders, goes to Burger King. He has this huge burger. It looks so good. It looks so amazingly good. And so he gets in front of it. He's about to eat this thing. And he puts his mouth up to it like a couple inches away. He's about to take a bite, and he stops. And then he puts it down because he saw something on TV. I'm like, right. if that was me, I don't care if I saw my family being attacked by a grizzly bear. I'd stuff that thing <laughs> in my mouth as I ran over to help them. Okay? I would eat that thing. Eat the freaking so, food. So, I hate it when they don't eat the food. That's funny you mention that because some things that annoy me sometimes is when people are peeing. And then something happens and they're not finished. Oh. That happens in movies? All the time. Oh, okay. Oh. They get yeah. interrupted? Yes. Oh, oh they don't finish. Oh. They don't finish peeing. I might have to. They're like they're like right in now. the middle of it, right? And then they get distracted. They, they look over here. I'm like, you done? <laughs> I feel like as make a, sure you finish. I feel like as a companion to this podcast, I might go and now find like clips of people eating food. Don't and, and, and make a montage. Don't. We're gonna find a montage of people yeah, eating food in, in cinema. They never oh. finish, and they don't show them like zipping up their pants and everything like that. They just kind of show them. Walking away without doing that, and I'm like, didn't she like zip up? Dove wants, you want closure. Dove, Dove wants the. I gritty. want some closure. You want closure in more than one way. Dove wants the gritty realism of. Uh, of yeah. Anyway, that's so that's great. so that's my so that's my number two, um, and and uh, number <laughs> one funny. would be this is a universal proclamation I'm about to make that many oh. lives any any child that was born after 1970, okay. I'm speaking to you, which is, you know, probably like 60% of America right now. Any child that was born after 1970, I'm speaking to you, my friend, whether you were speaking as a former child to you, former children and current children. I wish, and I'm willing to sacrifice the outcome of this movie. I'm willing to shorten it to 10 minutes. Just a 10-minute story Mm -hmm. about a nice little long neck who (laughs) lives with his mom and they're on their way to the Great Valley. I wish that I could stop his mother from dying because That's at the end one. of the movie, That's you know really what? They, 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 they get together and they, they're the Great Valley, green food, and blah, 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 blah tree stars, mm-hmm. right? So we get together and everything's all well and good. And I'm at, sitting at the end of this movie going, you know what? I'd rather have my mom than yeah. have this Great Valley yeah. and then, then have all these new friends. Hey, you know what? They're well and good, but I'd rather have my mom. So I'd rather go into that movie, stop the T-Rex from eating the mom, and then the movie ends as they make their way to the Great Valley, which inevitably, they are going to inevitably, <laughs> they will inevitably find. That was a pretty heavy scene. That was. He's straight, mama, mama. I know, yeah. You know, yeah, she's yeah. dying. You know, as a child. Okay, first off, let's establish Don Bluth is messed up. There is not a film that I've seen by Don Bluth, <laughs> with the exception of Titan AE, probably, that doesn't have some sort of weird, messed up moment in it. Okay? Don Bluth is a freak. Okay? He makes these <laughs> freakish the, cartoons. He's a director of the. He's a director. Yeah, 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 he's a producer. Because like that was a, the Steven yeah. Spielberg. They're like, they're like okay. child they're cartoons for kids with adult moments. Yes, yeah. many adult moments. Yeah. Uh, Secret of Nim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, let's talk uh, uh, An American Tale. You know, he oh, did that yeah. one. You know, come on. I see these like, mm, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, it's because he's messed up. He's a freak. <laughs> he's a freak. I am completely surprised he was not involved in uh, Brave Little Toaster because that's one of the freakish cartoons, most yeah, there, freakish yeah, cartoons I've ever seen in my life. In but I wish I could go in and stop that injustice from That was happening. worse than Bambi's mom dying. It was. Bambi's mom, at least he didn't get to see her die. 
You know, there there was she Bambi, was just dead. Yeah, Bambi's mom was pretty epic. At least he had You're his right. father. But they showed the whole fight, you know, between the between uh, Sharptooth and and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Littlefoot's mom. Well, but you're right. That was pretty. That was that was uh, that was a pretty traumatic. Well, in thing. terms it of was. in terms of messed up car, like cartoons too, I also feel like the uh, the Land Before Time thing kind of also transfers to. Do you, do you guys remember uh, Disney's Dinosaurs? Yes, yeah, it was like yes. early 2000s. I, act, I, I remember I that being stole, messed up too. I still too. like that one. I still yeah. like I, that. I, one. I, I, I mean, I didn't necessarily think it was bad, but I remember that one being like really like. This Heavy. is how the dinosaurs lived, and so like, <laughs> but now they're, but now they're, now they're like characters that have voices too, yeah, and so we're gonna make this really it's like, uh, it's like dinosaurs, rated R. Yeah, I know. Seriously oh, though, it was it was almost like like National Geographic had like some sort of say in there too. That's so true, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, dinosaur. That was their 3D one, right? Yes, it was their yes. or not 3D, but computer animated. Yeah. Yes, that was actually yeah. pretty good. It was decent. It. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was. It uh, just so. I just remember that being like really heavy too. Oh, you know another cartoon. Oh. This is great. What? If, uh, what? What do you call it? I had a, not an epiphany, uh, apostrophe. You had an apostrophe. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Hook. About about childish cartoons little that kind of turned scary. Little Nemo. Not Little Nemo necessarily. Oh. That was kind of scary throughout yeah. in a lot of what ways. What was? Little Nemo. No. Finding Nemo? No, Little no, Nemo. Little Nemo. Oh, do not watch it. Right okay. If you want to sleep at night, do not watch it. What were we going to say, Doug? That gave me nightmares. Finding Nemo or Little Nemo? What's little, that? Little Nemo. Okay. Yeah, Nightmare Land. Anyway, Nightmare Land. But anyway, that's not it. We are back. The oh, Dino movie. Oh yeah, with oh. Professor Screwwise. Yes, yeah, yeah. When Ooh. he when he walks into the tent and he sees the dinosaurs are back to being dinosaurs. They're back to being real dinos. Yeah, and I, it, that was. There were some really scary, yeah. weird things. Yeah, Professor Screwwise, who gets yeah. eaten by crows. Ooh. At the and, end. and how does he like? He has a bunch of kids and he steals their. Uh, he steals something from them, their thoughts or something. Brain like drain. It was his brain Whoa. drain. Brain drain. I have brain no drain. idea what you guys are talking about. What's oh. it called? It's called We're, We're back. back. We're John back. Goodman. Oh. Plays it's a, a cartoon. It's a car- I think that's another Don Bluth film. No, it is. Uh, let me check. I'm gonna check, gonna check right, right, now. right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but but yeah, you should. So that's four movies that Bainey needs to see. What was it? We're back. No, um, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch We're Back. <laughs> Come on, Bainey. Come on. Bainey. I will watch. I will watch the other two. What was the fourth? What were the, what were the other? Was there, the were thir- there were three. Oh. Uh, what, what were we saying? I was saying Bain, there are three movies that Bane Shane, uh, oh, right, yeah. uh, a cipher. Yeah, we're back. The, those are the two that I know we you're said. not going to watch, but you need to. So that uh-huh. goes on the list. Uh-huh. We're back. And okay, uh, Don Bluth was not involved in that one. Okay, what was the third? One? What was the fourth one? Don Bluth is like a is like a what like a cinematic serial killer is what is what uh, no. he, he is saying. I I don't uh, I don't uh, know what he is, <laughs> but he just seems to make film after film. Or but, but this was back in like the maybe the late eighties to mid nineties. Yeah, or maybe even like the mid eighties to like the mid nineties. Thumbelina. He did Thumbelina, uh, frogs and bell bottoms. That just scares me. Oh, uh, it was yeah. just weird. Oh, uh, and they wanted to marry. They wanted to grab Thumbelina so they could marry her. Yeah. Ah. The frog wanted to marry her, right? The frog wanted to marry yeah. her. Ooh. Yeah, uh, there was just—it's just like film after film that he makes. That there's just something just in there that is like that. Yeah, it's weird. What was that really weird animated rabbit movie we saw about the rabbits? Uh, that was um, Watership Down. Okay. Oh, that was, that's that that's was really traumatic. Too. Yeah, that yeah. that one is traumatic, but that's uh that's literature. So right, like it's not like it's not just a movie. Yeah. Like it's a book first, yeah. and so yeah. you kind of expect it. Yeah. But it still is animated. When you see animated, like yeah, I know. Uh, it's well, even I mean, like even I don't know, like to me, I know we, I know you guys were talking about another movie with Nemo, but even like Finding Nemo was pretty 
Like like that beginning scene is pretty brutal. Like they have oh, all yeah. the, they have they're expecting all those children. Yes. Right. And then yeah. like they all get killed but one. Like yeah. that's yeah. like I actually remember I actually remember when Finding Nemo came out, I was reading like a, a magazine for school and it had a review of Finding Nemo in there. And it was someone like, I can't believe this is a kids movie and they uh. didn't like warn us about it. <laughs> well they this. they should need to watch a couple of Don Bluth films because they'll find out real quick <laughs> what a kids movie yeah, is. Yeah, that's to probably him. true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, um, so that concludes our podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, now let me say for next month, this is what we're going to do for our list next month. Uh, our list is going to be, give me three movies. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a three and three. Give me three okay. movies that you could clap their hands and they don't, you can clap your hands right now and they don't exist anymore. Oh, you clap your hands. Did we eliminate them from cinematic gone. history? Yes. Yeah. You eliminate them. And give me three actors or actresses that you can clap your hands and something happened in their life where they did not become an actor anymore. Okay. Yeah, so hey, we're, we're not we're not eliminating them, but we are uh, changing the right. course of their... Right. I'm not saying we need to kill them. Oh, I'm wow. I'm saying that you can you can clap their hands and instead of going for that uh, film interview, they went instead to be a janitor at a school. I don't know. <laughs> you know... So, and then became cool. a math genius. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So this has been a Streetwise Theology podcast, uh, Agents of the Silver Screen. Thanks a lot for listening. We will see you guys next month. Be strong and courageous. Peace. See ya. See ya.